0: This podcast has recordings of fact sheets and articles about lipodystrophy. Please note that these recordings are not designed to give specific advice about lipodystrophy or any other health issue. Instead, they are meant to support the health discussions you have with your health care providers. However, we do hope that these recordings will increase your knowledge about lipodystrophy. The more you know, the more effectively you can work with your doctor and other providers to make wise decisions about your health care. We encourage you to listen to these recordings and then discuss any questions with your providers. You can also call the HIV Health Library and talk with one of our health specialists. The library's phone number is 617-450-1432. That's 617-450-1432. If you live in Massachusetts, you can also call us toll-free at 866-799-0079. Again, that's 866 866- seven nine nine zero zero seven nine. Happy listening Body Shape Changes This is fact sheet number five hundred fifty three from the AIDS Infonet. This fact sheet is divided into several sections. What is lipodystrophy? Is lipo dangerous? What causes lipo? Can lipo be treated? The bottom line. What is lipodystrophy? Lipodystrophy, or lipo for short, is a collection of body shape changes in people taking antiretroviral medications, ARVs. Lipo refers to fat, and dystrophy means bad growth. These changes include fat loss, fat deposits, and metabolic changes. Fat loss occurs in the arms, legs, or face, sunken cheeks. This may be the most common feature of lipo. Fat deposits can show up in the stomach, the back of the neck, a buffalo hump, the breasts, in both men and women, or other areas. Metabolic changes can include increases in blood fats or lactic acid. Some people get insulin resistance. Blood fats include cholesterol and triglycerides. Lactic acid is produced when glucose, sugar, is used by the cells. Damage to the mitochondria or the liver can increase the amount of lactic acid. Too much lactic acid can cause health problems. Normally, insulin moves sugar, glucose, into the cells to produce energy. With insulin resistance, less glucose gets into the cells. More stays in the blood. Fact sheet 123 has information on lab tests for glucose, cholesterol, and triglycerides. There is no clear definition of lipo. As a result, healthcare providers report that between 5% and 75% of patients taking ARVs have some signs of lipo. Most researchers think the true rate is about 50%. These changes were first called Crixbelly because they were noticed in people taking the protease inhibitor Crixivan or indinovir. However, lipo can develop in people taking almost any type of antiretroviral therapy, ART. Is Lipodystrophy Dangerous? Although it is not life-threatening, lipodystrophy is a serious problem. High blood fats can increase the risk of heart disease. Lactic acidosis, although rare, can be fatal. See Fact Sheet 556 for more information. Body shape changes can be very upsetting. Some patients even stop taking their medications. Fear of body shape changes keeps some people from starting ART. Insulin resistance can lead to diabetes and weight gain and can increase the risk of heart disease. Fat deposits behind the neck, buffalo humps, can get big enough to cause headaches and problems with breathing and sleeping. Enlarged breasts in women can be painful. No researcher has suggested that people with lipo should stop taking their ART. What causes lipodystrophy? We do not know what causes lipo. There may be different causes for the various symptoms. One theory is that protease inhibitors interfere with the body's processing of fat. Protease inhibitor molecules are similar to some human proteins that process and transport fat. However, some patients who have never taken protease inhibitors have lipo. Another theory is that insulin resistance plays a role in lipo. People with insulin resistance tend to gain weight in the abdomen. Lipo may also be similar to syndrome X, which can occur in people who have recovered from serious illnesses like childhood leukemia or breast cancer. For people with HIV, this may be caused by the recovery of the immune system after effective ART. In fact, lipo is more common in people who are doing well on their ART. A large study found that the following factors appear to increase the risk of developing lipodystrophy. Age over 40 years. Having AIDS for over 3 years. Lowest CD4 count was below 100. White race. Can lipodystrophy be treated? Because we don't know what causes lipo, we don't know how to treat it. Body changes sometimes get worse, stop, or get better by themselves. Some people stop taking protease inhibitors to try to reverse lipo. Some changes in ART lead to improvements in certain signs of lipo. However, it takes a long time to reverse changes in body shape. Some fat deposits can be cut out surgically or removed by liposuction. Cosmetic surgery, implants, or injections is the only proven way to deal with sunken cheeks. These procedures have some risks, and the results may only be temporary. A recent study showed good results with human growth hormone. Another study found that increased exercise helped. Some healthcare providers recommend changes in diet. For example, more fiber in the diet may control insulin resistance and help decrease abdominal fat. Testosterone is also being studied to help with liposymptoms. High cholesterol or glucose should be treated the same way as for people without HIV. Some healthcare providers use medications to lower cholesterol and triglycerides or to improve insulin sensitivity. More attention is being paid to assessing and reducing the risk of heart disease in patients with HIV. The Bottom Line Lipo is a collection of changes in metabolism and body shape in people taking ARVs. There is no clear definition of lipo. It is difficult to know exactly how many people have it. Also, without knowing what causes lipo, we don't yet know how to treat it. Researchers are looking into hormone therapies and other ways to treat lipo. Changing or stopping ART is not recommended. Until we know more about specific causes and treatments for lipo, its symptoms are treated the same way as for the general population. That's the end of Fact Sheet 553, Body Shape Changes, from the New Mexico AIDS InfoNet. Hot Topic! Lipodystrophy Update. This is the feature article in the May 2007 issue of Forward Living. The article is by Eric Bruss, Director, HIV Health Promotion, AIDS Action Committee of Massachusetts. Lipodystrophy Update. HIV infection and some of the drugs used to fight the virus have been linked to changes in body shape known as lipodystrophy. These changes, which can take the form of fat loss, gain, or both, are a major concern for many people living with HIV. Researchers have been trying to learn more about the causes of lipodystrophy, as well as the steps that might be taken to prevent or reverse it. I recently spoke with Dr. Calvin Cohen, Research Director of the Community Research Initiative of New England, to get an update about lipodystrophy our conversation focused on the findings from several studies reported at the 2007 conference on retroviruses and opportunistic infections in Los Angeles. Question. Could you first give some background information about lipodystrophy? Dr. Calvin Cohen? Sure. The general term lipodystrophy actually refers to several different types of changes that can occur in the bodies of HIV-infected persons. Some people experience fat loss from the face, arms, legs and buttocks. Others gain fat in the belly, neck, upper back or breasts. And some persons experience both fat loss and fat gain. Lipodystrophy may be associated with changes in metabolism, the way the body breaks down and uses substances such as fats and carbohydrates. Some people develop abnormally high levels of blood lipids, fats such as cholesterol and triglycerides, and blood sugar, these metabolic changes have been linked to higher rates of heart disease and diabetes. Question. What causes lipodystrophy? Dr. Calvin Cohen, the causes of lipodystrophy are not yet fully known. However, studies have identified several different factors that may be involved. The use of some HIV meds has been linked to the development of particular forms of lipodystrophy and to changes in metabolism. For example, the nuke drug, Zerit, also called D4T, and Retrovir, AZT, increased the risk of fat loss, lipoatrophy. Certain protease inhibitors have been associated with the fat gain type of lipodystrophy, as well as increased blood lipid and sugar levels. It's important to note, however, that some HIV-infected persons who have never been on treatment have also experienced these body shape and metabolic changes. People who are white and over 40 years old have a higher risk of developing lipodystrophy than younger persons of different race or ethnicity. Other risk factors include having an AIDS diagnosis for more than three years and having a lowest ever CD4 T cell count below 100. Question. Did the retrovirus conference shed light on lipodystrophy's causes? Dr. Calvin Cohen. There was a very surprising result from one large study that compared the efficacy and side effects of drug regimens using cistiva, ifoverins, calitra boosted lopinavir, or both. In particular, researchers compared the following three types of regimens one, cystiva plus two nukes, two, calitra plus two nukes, and three, calitra plus cisteva with no nukes. The nukes used in the different regimens were epivir, three T C plus either retrovir, viriad, tenophivir, or xarit. As part of this study, the researchers tracked rates of lipoatrophy in the different treatment groups for nearly two years. As expected, the choice of nukes made a significant difference in the rates of lipoatrophy. Among all persons using nukes, lipoatrophy was seen in 42% of those taking Xeret, 27% of those taking Retrovir, and only 9% of those taking Viriad. However, the researchers were surprised to learn that the use of Calitra versus Esteva also affected the rates of lipoatrophy. The highest rate of lipoatrophy, 51%, was seen in people combining Sistiva and Zeret compared to 33% among those combining Kaletra and Zeret. The lowest rate of lipoatrophy, 6%, was seen in people combining Kaletra and Variad compared to 12% among those receiving cystiva and Variad. The rates of lipoatrophy were consistently higher in sestiva-containing regimens than in similar calitra containing regimens, although that difference was only 6% in regimens that also contained viriad. Question, were there any differences in fat gain or blood fat levels in the groups? Dr. Calvin Cohen, there were some increases in trunk, central body fat in all three treatment groups, but there were no significant differences among the three groups. All three types of regimens were found to increase the levels of blood fats, cholesterol, and triglycerides. Based on earlier studies, the researchers had expected that the regimens combining the protease inhibitor calitra plus 2 nukes would raise blood fats more than the regimens combining Systeva plus 2 nukes. To their surprise, however, they found similar cholesterol increases in the calitra nukes and the Systeva nukes groups. As originally expected, the triglyceride increase was greater in the Calitra Nukes group than in the Sestiba Nukes group. Question. What are the take-home messages of this research? Dr. Calvin Cohen. There are a few points to consider. First, the study confirmed, as expected, that the Nukes Zeret and Retrovir can be major factors in the development of lipoatrophy. In addition, all the regimens studied showed some gain in trunk fat and blood fat levels. To me, the most surprising result was that Sestiva, when combined with two nukes in the regimen studied, also appeared to contribute to lipoatrophy, though less than either Xeret or Retrovir. It was also surprising to see that the cholesterol increases in the Calitra nukes regimens were no greater than those seen in the Sestiva nukes regimens. However, the results of this study do not mean that everyone on a Sestiva nukes regimen should now switch to Calitra. The body and blood fat changes seen in this study are just two of many factors that doctors and patients may consider when choosing a regimen. Question. Were there any other conference highlights on lipodystrophy? Dr. Calvin Cohen. Yes. One study described the use of an experimental drug called Th9507 for the fat gain form of lipodystrophy. Th9507 is an experimental drug that promotes the body's own production of growth hormone. After 26 weeks, people who received daily injections of Th9507 had significant reductions in visceral fat, fat within the belly, compared to those who received placebo, dummy injections. It is also worth noting that the people in the study did not experience lipoatrophy, unwanted fat loss from their arms or legs. An added benefit was that the blood triglyceride and cholesterol numbers improved in those treated with Th9507 most people also tolerated the treatment well. If these promising findings are confirmed in future studies, TH9507 might be a useful treatment for some persons with fat gain lipodystrophy. For more information, the Community Research Initiative CRI, has many studies for persons living with HIV. For more information about these studies, please call 617-778-5454 That's 617-778-5454 or visit the CRI website at www.crine.org That's www.crine.org The HIV Health Library has collected information about many other HIV studies at research centers, clinics, and hospitals across the state. For more information about these studies, call 617-450-1432 That's 617-450-1432, or toll-free at 866-799-0079, that's 866-799-0079. You can also send email to health at aac.org. That's the end of the Lipodystrophy Update feature article in the May 2007 issue of the Forward Living Newsletter from AIDS Action Committee. Body composition tests. This is fact sheet 128 from the AIDS Infonet. This fact sheet is divided into several sections. These sections are What are body composition tests? Anthropometry, Bioelectrical Impedance Analysis, BIA, Body Mass Index, BMI, Computerized Tomography, CT or CAT scan. Dual energy x-ray absorptiometry, DEXA scanning. Magnetic resonance imaging, MRI. Underwater weighing. The bottom line. What are body composition tests? The tests and measurements described in this fact sheet provide detailed measurements of fat and lean body mass. Repeated measurements can be helpful in monitoring body shape changes associated with lipodystrophy. See fact sheet 553 or with wasting syndrome see fact sheet 519. Some of these measurements are used to determine if someone is overweight. Excess weight is associated with a higher risk of heart disease. Low weight, including an unintended weight loss of 5% or more, may also be a sign of health problems see fact sheet 519. There are pluses and minuses for each method. Some have to do with cost. Also, a trained technician can often make a big difference in measurements. Try to use the same technique and technician if you are tracking changes over time. Anthropometry. This word just means measuring the body. Anthropometry is the simplest technology. It involves using a tape measure to take key readings such as biceps, thigh, waist, and hips. A trained technician is very important for this method. Skinfold measurements. Calipers, a metal tool, are used to pinch body tissue in several places. The measurements are compared to standards. People doing the measurements should be trained so that the measurements are standardized. Waist-to-hip ratio. Divide your hip measurement at the widest point by your waist measurement at the narrowest point. In general, a healthy waist-to-hip ratio is below 0.9 for men and below 0.8 for women. These may not hold true for people with HIV who have fat accumulation around the waist. In general, a waist size over 40 inches for men or over 35 inches for women is associated with greater health risk. Bioelectrical impedance analysis, BIA. In BIA, a person is weighed. Age, height, gender, and weight or other physical characteristics such as body type, physical activity level, ethnicity, etc., are entered in a computer. While the person is lying down, electrodes are attached to various parts of the body and a small electric signal is circulated. This signal cannot be felt. BIA measures the resistance, impedance, to the signal as it travels through the body muscle and fat. The more muscle a person has, the more water their body can hold. The greater the amount of water in a person's body, the easier it is for the current to pass through. Higher fat levels result in more resistance to the current. Fat tissue is about 10% to 20% water, while fat-free mass, which includes muscle, bone, and water outside muscles, averages 70% to 75% water. BIA values depend on a person's age. Normally you can get an analysis of your results when the test is done. Body Mass Index (BMI). This is a calculation based on your weight and height. The formula is weight in kilograms divided by height in meters squared or multiplied by itself. To convert pounds to kilograms, divide by 2.2. To convert height to meters, first convert height to inches, 12 times feet plus extra inches, then divide by 39.4. For example, let's say that someone weighing 165 pounds is 5 feet 8 inches tall. To convert 165 pounds to kilograms, 165 divided by 2.2 equals 75 kilograms. 5 feet 8 equals 68 inches divided by 39.4 equals 1.73 meters. 1.73 squared is 1.73 times 1.73 equals 2.99. So BMI equals 75 divided by 2.99 equals 25.1. BMI result categories are less than 18.5 underweight between 18.5 and 24.9 normal weight 25 to 29.9 overweight 30 or over obesity for more information and a convenient bmi calculator that uses pounds and inches see the website calculate your bmi at nhlbi support.com/bmi again that's nhlbi support.com/bmi computerized tomography ct or cat scan Tomography means looking at slices of the body. CAT scanning uses x-rays to do this. It is helpful in calculating the ratio of fat within the abdomen compared to fat under the skin. The equipment is expensive. Dual energy x-ray absorptiometry DEXA scanning. This x-ray technique divides the body into fat-free lean mass, bone mineral content, and fat. Different amounts of the x-ray energy are absorbed by different types of tissue. DEXA scans are very accurate, but are also expensive due to the cost of the machine. Magnetic Resonance Imaging (MRI). This technique uses a magnetic field to create an image of the body. The image shows the location and amount of fat. This is very expensive due to the cost of the machine and reading the scans. Underwater Weighing This method determines body volume. First, the person is weighed dry. Then they are immersed in water in a tank and weighed again. Bone and muscle are more dense than water, and fat is less dense than water. A person with more bone and muscle will weigh more in water than a person with less bone and muscle. The volume of the body is calculated, and body density and body fat percentage are calculated. This technique may underestimate the body fat percentage of athletes and overestimate body fat in elderly people. The bottom line. Body composition measurements can be helpful over time in tracking changes due to HIV or its treatments. The different techniques have pluses and minuses in terms of reliability, cost, and availability. If you are concerned about your body shape and composition, be sure to ask your healthcare provider to record baseline readings before you start treatment. That's the end of fact sheet number 128, Body Composition Tests from the AIDS Infonet. Treatment of Body Shape Changes by Marshall J. Gillespie, MD PhD. This article appears in a update, a publication of the AIDS Community Research Initiative of America, Spring 2007. Treatment of body shape changes. Ten years ago, shortly after the approval of protease inhibitors, clinicians began reporting changes in the body shape of people with HIV. The first reports of what came to be known as lipodystrophy noted fat loss in the face, arms, legs, and buttocks along with fat gain in the abdomen and sometimes in the breasts and back of the neck, buffalo hump. The loss of fat, lipoatrophy, was specifically fat beneath the skin, known as subcutaneous fat. In contrast, the gain of fat in the abdomen tended to be fat around the internal organs, known as visceral fat. People also frequently had high triglycerides and cholesterol levels and sometimes high blood sugar or diabetes. These problems raised concern about the long-term risk of heart disease in people with lipodystrophy. Fast-forwarding 10 years, we still do not clearly understand the underlying causes of these changes in fat distribution. But careful studies comparing people living with HIV to people without HIV have changed how we think about lipodystrophy. In these studies of both men and women, those with HIV were found to have less subcutaneous fat in their limbs than those without HIV, but no more visceral fat in their abdomens. In fact, HIV-infected people in these studies who had lipoatrophy were not more likely to have increased visceral fat gain than those without lipoatrophy. These results suggest that lipoatrophy is the unique feature seen in people with HIV and is a separate process from fat accumulation. While people living with HIV did not appear to have abnormal accumulation of fat on average in these studies, there does appear to be a subset of people who do have abnormal accumulation of visceral abdominal fat with or without buffalo hump, breast enlargement, and excess fat in the neck and upper chest. The picture remains somewhat confusing, but it is fair to say that the term lipodystrophy, which does not accurately describe the type of change in fat, is falling out of favor in the medical community. In thinking about possible treatments for these changes in fat distribution, it is best to think about lipoatrophy and fat accumulation as separate processes that might both be occurring within an individual. But first, it's worth considering why we might want to treat these changes in fat. Among the obvious reasons are that people with altered fat distribution are usually quite concerned about the change in their appearance, especially those who have lost fat in the face. Their self-esteem may be affected, and they may feel that their HIV status will be obvious to others. These concerns may cause some people to stop or skip doses of the antiretrovirals or even prevent them from starting HIV therapy when it is needed. People who have lost significant fat from the buttocks may have discomfort when sitting. Women with breast enlargement may develop back pain. Others with increased neck fat may have difficulty moving their heads or with posture. In addition, the metabolic problems that often accompany the fat changes have potential to increase the risk of diabetes and heart disease. Treating the fat changes could have favorable effects on these metabolic disturbances and reduce the risk of these complications. Treatment of lipoatrophy. Switching antiretrovirals. A number of studies indicate that use of either Zeret or Retrovir, ACT, also in combivir and trizivir, increases the likelihood of developing lipoatrophy. Other drugs in this class, known affectionately as Nukes, Epivir, Zyogen, Viriad, do not appear to be linked to lipoatrophy. It is possible that using a protease inhibitor, PI, with either Xeret or Retrovir speeds up the loss of fat, but this has not been proven conclusively. Although some studies have suggested that PIs may play a role in lipoatrophy, Most studies that have looked at switching from a PI to a different type of drug, such as a non-nuke like Zestiva or Viramune, have not shown gains of fat. ACTG 5142, a study presented at the 2007 Conference on Retroviruses and Opportunistic Infections, Croy, reported some surprising results and questioned the dogma that PIs contribute to lipoatrophy more than non-nukes. One aim of the study was to see if avoiding nukes would lower the chance of developing lipoatrophy. People took Sestiva plus 2 nukes, or the PI calitra 2 nukes, or Sestiva and Kalitra without any nukes. After 96 weeks, 32% of people on Sestiva plus 2 nukes had significant lipoatrophy compared to only 17% of those on calitra 2 nukes and 9% taking Sestiva and calitra alone. But the lipoatrophy was mainly seen in those taking Zeret, 42%, or Retrovir, 27%. There was no significant difference in lipoatrophy between those taking viriad and those not taking any nukes. While the choice of nuke was important, overall twice as many people taking Sistiva developed lipoatrophy compared to those taking Kalitra, regardless of which nuke they took. But those who took Sistiva and calitra without any nukes saw their blood lipids, cholesterol, and triglycerides rise significantly more than those taking nukes. These results are in contrast to a prior study that found higher rates of lipoatrophy in patients taking the PI-viracept compared to cystiva. Taken together, these results indicate that it may be the particular combination of drugs that is most important rather than which class they belong to. The impact of ACTG-5142 on first-line treatment recommendations, if any, remains to be seen. It will be important to tease out exactly which combinations have the least chance of lipoatrophy without increasing blood lipids. And, of course, which regimens work best. 89% of people taking sustiva had viral loads below 50, compared to 77% of those on Kaletra, another surprising result. As a result of some of these observations, researchers have looked at the effects of switching from HIV drugs that are linked to lipoatrophy to other drugs. In most of these studies, people who switched from Zeret or Retrovir to Zyogen or Viriat had modest gains in fat in their arms and legs compared to people who stayed on their original therapy. While researchers reported these gains using special scans, patients did not always notice changes in their appearance. Many of these studies lasted a year or less, So it is possible that with more time, people who switched from the offending drug will gain enough fat back to make a noticeable difference. Unfortunately, switching antiretrovirals is not an option for everyone. It is extremely important to consider an individual's HIV treatment history and whether he or she has resistance to certain drugs or is likely to before making a switch. Otherwise, there is a potential for viral breakthrough. Glitazones. Insulin is a hormone made in the pancreas that acts to lower blood sugars, especially after eating. Many people with lipoatrophy have insulin resistance, meaning that their pancreas needs to produce more insulin than normal to keep blood sugar under control. Glitazone drugs are used to treat diabetes. They act to control blood sugars by improving the action of insulin in the body. A large Australian study of Avandia in people with HIV did not show any beneficial effect on limb fat. A smaller study that included only people who had both lipoatrophy and insulin resistance, however, did show modest gains in limb fat. A recent study of a similar drug, Actos, also showed modest gains in limb fat compared to placebo. Of note, people who continued to take Zeret did not benefit from Actos. It is still not clear whether Avandia or Actos will have a role in treating lipoatrophy. Uridine. Laboratory studies suggest that uridine, a natural nucleoside compound, may protect fat cells from being damaged by xeret and other nukes. Nucleomax is a dietary supplement derived from sugarcane that is rich in uridine. The initial results of a small study of Nucleomax in people taking Xeret or Retrovir showed modest gains of limb fat with the supplement. Based on how uridine is thought to work, this approach may work only in people taking Xeret or Retrovir. A larger study of Nucleomax is now underway. Plastic Surgery Lipoatrophy involving the face can often be helped by injections of substances called fillers by dermatologists plastic surgeons, or other clinicians with appropriate training. These fillers come in two major varieties, temporary and permanent. As the names imply, temporary fillers may require multiple injections at regular intervals, whereas permanent fillers are intended to be a permanent fix. While permanent may sound better, there may be disadvantages to these types of fillers. Fat content in the face may change over time because of continuing fat loss or possible fat gain due to other interventions. This sometimes results in undesirable effects such as sagging of the skin. A comprehensive review of facial fillers is beyond the scope of this article. Briefly, there are now two temporary fillers that are approved for facial lipoatrophy, Sculptra and Radiesse. There are no studies comparing these two treatments. Cheek implants, hard pieces of silicone or other substances, are another option that has shown good results in people with facial wasting. Treatment of fat accumulation, exercise. There have been a few small studies of the effects of aerobic exercise and weight training on fat accumulation in people with HIV. These interventions led to modest decreases in central fat in many participants, as well as improvements in metabolic problems such as elevated triglycerides and cholesterol. Persons with fat accumulation should certainly exercise for the overall health benefits if they are able to do so, although this may not necessarily take care of the problem of excess fat. Switching antiretrovirals. Early studies suggested that PIs might cause or contribute to fat accumulation. While this is still not clear, a number of studies have looked at switching PIs to other drugs such as cystiva, Viramune, or Zyogen. In general, people who switched from a PI did not have major changes in central abdominal fat compared to those who stayed on PIs. Studies switching from xeret or retrovir to other drugs mentioned above, while promising for limb fat, have not had favorable effects on central fat. Glucophage, glucophage, another drug used to treat diabetes, has been studied as a potential therapy for fat accumulation, especially in people with insulin resistance. A small study of low-dose glucophage in people with HIV-associated fat accumulation and insulin resistance showed a slight loss of central fat and a slight overall weight loss. A follow-up study of a higher dose plus a supervised exercise program also showed modest reductions in central fat. A study of glucophage in people without insulin resistance that was presented at the 2006 CROI, however, showed no beneficial effect. In fact, in this study, as well as several others, people receiving glucophage had some worsening of lipoatrophy. Overall, people with significant lipoatrophy, in addition to fat accumulation, may want to avoid glucophage. Glucophage may be reasonable to try in people with fat accumulation who have diabetes, or what is called impaired glucose tolerance. Impaired glucose tolerance refers to having a higher-than-normal blood sugar at the end of a two-hour oral glucose tolerance test. While researchers were originally concerned that both glucophage and Nukes can cause lactic acidosis, a severe buildup of acid in the body, This has not been a problem in the small studies in people with HIV to date. Serostim The recombinant human growth hormone serostim is approved for the treatment of AIDS-related wasting. Researchers have noted that, in addition to gaining weight primarily in the form of lean tissue, including muscle, people taking growth hormone often lose fat. These observations, as well as reports of people who had reductions of buffalo humps while receiving growth hormone, led to several small studies of serostim in people with HIV-associated fat accumulation. These studies, including one done at ACREA in conjunction with Dr. Donald Kotler's research group at St. Luke's Roosevelt, suggested that serostim injections can cause selective reductions in visceral fat, sometimes accompanied by mild loss of subcutaneous fat. Follow-up studies comparing growth hormone to placebo have confirmed these findings, and the FDA is currently reviewing the results to determine if serostim should be approved for the treatment of HIV-associated fat accumulation. Most studies of growth hormone have used doses that are about 10 times more than the body normally produces. At these doses, side effects are quite common but often manageable by reducing the dose. The most common side effects include fluid retention, swelling, and joint and muscle aches. Growth hormone can also cause high blood sugar and diabetes. As a result, the major studies of growth hormone have excluded people who have high fasting blood sugars or impaired glucose tolerance. Also, once serostim is stopped, some of the fat that was lost tends to come back over the course of months it is not known whether something can be done to prevent this rebound in fat or if the drug can safely be taken only when fat accumulates. Since growth hormone can raise blood sugars and also may result in mild loss of subcutaneous fat, there has been interest in seeing if it can safely be combined with a glitazone drug, which might prevent the problem with blood sugars and possibly prevent the loss of subcutaneous fat. ACRIA plans to participate in a study funded by the National Institutes of Health to test this strategy in people with HIV-associated fat accumulation who have evidence of insulin resistance but not frank diabetes. TH9507 TH9507 is a synthetic growth hormone-releasing factor that, like growth hormone, is given by injection beneath the skin it causes the pituitary gland in the brain to produce growth hormone. Because it more closely mimics the body's normal production of growth hormone, which may be reduced in people with HIV-associated fat accumulation, it may be an attractive option. To date, TH9507 has led to an average 15% reduction in visceral fat. It has been generally well-tolerated and notably did not lead to blood sugar elevations even in people with impaired glucose tolerance at study entry. ACREA participated in a recent study of TH9507 and will also be a site for the confirmatory clinical trial required by the FDA. Leptin Leptin is a hormone-like substance produced in fat that acts in the brain to affect appetite and metabolism. A synthetic form of leptin, recombinant human leptin, has been studied in very small numbers of people with HIV-associated lipoatrophy, who were found to have low amounts of leptin in their bloodstreams. In one very small study of eight people, twice-daily injections of leptin led to significant reductions in visceral fat and improvements in cholesterol and insulin resistance. The studies to date are very preliminary and hopefully will be followed up with larger studies. Surgery. Because the abdominal fat accumulation is visceral fat that is deep inside, around the organs, liposuction is not a safe treatment option. Plastic surgery, including liposuction, can sometimes be done to remove neck fat, such as buffalo humps. While generally safe, buffalo humps often recur over many months. Insurance companies will sometimes pay for removal of neck fat, especially if its presence causes functional problems such as difficulties with neck movement or sleep apnea, breathing problems during sleep. Conclusions It's important to think about lipoatrophy and fat accumulation as separate processes that may exist simultaneously in the same individual. There are several promising approaches that are being studied for each of these conditions, but our best hope is that use of newer HIV therapies will prevent the development of lipoatrophy in particular. The only way for us to better understand and treat these conditions is through further clinical research. Marshall Glesby is an associate professor of medicine and public health at Weill Cornell Medical College, co-director of the Cornell HIV Clinical Trials Unit and clinical director of the New York, New Jersey AIDS Education and Training Center. This is the end of the article, Treatment of Body Shape Changes. We hope you've enjoyed listening to these recordings about lipodystrophy. If you'd like more information about this or any other HIV health topic, please contact the HIV Health Library. The library's phone number is 617-450-1432. That's 617-450-1432. If you live in Massachusetts, you can also call us toll-free at 866 799 Again, that's 866-799-0079. You can also visit the library's website at www.aac.org slash health. That's www.aac.org slash health. The website has information in English and Spanish on a variety of health topics.